everybody. This is Brett Kelly with the BTL Born to Lead podcast. I'm your host today and I've got a big time rock star. We'll call him Mr. Pat Hyben. So Pat is known by many across the country around the world for all of his accolades, not to mention being on uh, New York Times bestseller list, USA Today's bestseller list. He's co-founder. Uh, Pat, you give the intro, man. I, I could go on for days about you, man. Welcome. Yeah, good to be here. Good to be here, Brad. I appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, I've been around. I'm 54 years old, uh, real estate guy by trade, um, agent for, you know, 30 years or more and um, no longer licensed and, uh, you know, became a real estate investor, then became an investor in um, some angel investments, things like that. And, uh you know, now I'm just, uh, I have a company called Abundance, which is a, the tribe for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic lives. It's an all men's business tribe. Um, and uh, it is uh, at uh, GoBundance.com. And we wrote a book called Tribe of Millionaires, which is doing very well. And we're doing uh, a lot of neat things, including we just opened a new division for women, GoBundance Women. So, you know, it's uh, it's good stuff. I'm having fun. I live in Folly Beach, South Carolina, not too far from Brett. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you live in Folly Beach right now. We'll have to swing over to Lost Dog or something here. Come one on of these down. Days. Yeah, once we're allowed to drive cars and be normal humans again, we'll, we'll see about it. But Pat, you, you're, your book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, I want to just touch on a little bit in there because you gave us where you're at today and what you started off by, uh, you know, being in real estate, you said realtor by trade. So in your book, you talk about, you know, your annual, annual income, it was something around maybe $13,000, something close to that. Now you've got GoBundance, angel investments uh, being made. You're, you're an author of this incredible book, which not to mention for everybody listening, if you've ever heard of the guy, Gary Keller, he's written the foreword in this book, Six Steps to Seven Figures. It's incredible, Gary, you know, he's, this is the only, I think the, the second foreword he's ever written. So Pat's got Gary in the loop now here too. So Pat, how did you go from, from $13,000 in income and in, in real estate and where you're at right now and, and surrounding yourself with with your tribe. Tell, tell us about that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a journey just like anything, right? I mean, it's one one year at a time or one day at a time. And, and um, you know, I've, I've always been somebody who, as I said, um, as I say, uh, sat in a corner and do what you're told. That's kind of how I've always done things. You know, if someone, somebody smart or smarter than me, let's say, tells me to do something, I generally do it. And, and that's what I did in real estate. I just did what I was told and it worked. And I sold a lot of houses. Um, and uh, kind of that's how we've grown GoBundance into 225 members. Um, you know, and I, I, you know, I certainly outline them in, in my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, which you get on Amazon. But, um, you know, I followed those six steps through pretty much everything I did, whether it was building abundance, whether it was getting the book on the bestseller list, whether it was growing my real estate team, um, angel investing, buying real estate investments. Um, you know, I 
pretty much utilize the same six steps over and over again. And that's kind of how I'm here. So you've learned a lot from other people. So your knowledge has grown by really going full into what, what other people who are doing things at a high level are doing and yes. just modeling after them. Indeed. So I, I'm big, big on that point, man. I mean, I wouldn't want to learn how to become a millionaire from somebody who maybe can't validate that they're, you know, they're, they're making more than a million dollars. Right? right. So, so with that, I mean, how did you, how did you grow, not just within your business, but your mindset and your attitudes that you've got? How did you, how did you get into the mindset, mindset that you've got right now? And I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm building, I'm building, I'm building. What does that look like? like? Affirmations. And, and I think I've always been naive in a sense, right? Like I believe that, you know, anything is possible that I could do it. And I think a lot of people limit themselves because they're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not so sure. Um, deep down. And I think I certainly had doubts in, in many things, but through affirmations, I, I was able to affirm in my subconscious mind that I am, that I am worthy of a million dollars, that I am worthy of selling hundreds of houses a year, that I am worthy of becoming a successful real estate investor, that I am worthy of this, 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 you know what I mean? So, you know, at times I do have what they call the imposter syndrome, which is kind of like, oh shit, how did I get here? You know what I mean? Like how, I don't deserve this. This doesn't, this doesn't feel right. I'm not that guy. Um, but, uh, but I have to just remind myself through goals and through affirmations that yes, I am that guy that uh, I am deserving of it. And, and uh, I think that's helped me keep pushing forward. So how do you even create the affirmations? I mean, where, where does it come from, man? I, um, well, you know, if you read any of the classic books, Think and Grow Rich, or, uh, uh, you know, the, the Power of Positive Thinking, they all say basically that, uh, you know, you write out the goal, the big goal, then you write out the little goal, and then you take both the big goal and the little goal and you turn them into affirmations. So if the big goal is to be a millionaire, then the little goal is to save $10 a day. And then the little goal on the $10 a day might be to earn the $10 a day somehow, depending on what your business is, right? So um, then you create affirmations of, I call 10 past clients a day, or I call you know, 10 prospects a day, uh, or I hand out 15 business cards a day. And then it's uh, with the money I earn from that, I save $10 a day. And um, and then uh, I, and then the big goal, which is I am a millionaire, right? Or, or I'm a multimillionaire or I own multiple rental properties, whatever it is. Does that make sense? It does make sense. You know, I, I, I was in a mastermind group similar to, to go abundance uh, maybe five years ago or so. I don't know how long ago it was, but I was in this group and I, I continued to hear from, from one individual, you know, the words that follow, I am follow you. Indeed. So what's the difference in, in how you're saying these things to yourself and these affirmations of, I do this, I save $10, $10 a day, wh whatever that may be, right? Or what's the difference between that and I am? What does that look like? Well, kind of, you know, you can't, I don't believe that you can just sit there and say I am and, and, and it'll come to you. I think that's BS. Um, like if you were to sit there in the middle of your living room floor, Indian style, and, and uh, 
say, I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire, I am a millionaire, I think you would probably go broke. They'd come take the house because you hadn't paid the mortgage because you were meditating, <laughs> I am a millionaire all day. You know, there has to be some action behind it. And like Jim Rohn said it best, he said, he said, affirmation, right? What was it? Affirmation without, um, affirmation without action is the beginning of delusion. So affirmation without action is the beginning of delusion. So you, you know, I, I don't believe in that. I believe that, yes, you have to start with the big goal and say, I'm a millionaire, but then you have to say, I do something to get there. You have to take action. Like I said, they're just going to come take your house from you. So how do you take action, man? What does it look like? You, you know, I could sit here, I could tell you, hey, bad, I do this, I do this, I am this, and I do this. And like, how do you, how do you take action? I mean, this is a skill that you have, you have mastered this, man. Like, I'll, I'll tell you if you don't I mean, want to. I'm trying to find, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? How do you take action? Well, how do you do it? You know, literally, I mean, how do you do it? What are, when you set a goal, how do you actually go about making movement how do you start making waves how do you yeah, well, anthony robbins out? says you know the best thing you could do is when you set a goal is to immediately like within the first minute take some sort of action on that goal like not even let it sit in and digest and, and that action could be just texting somebody that action could be you know just doing one small thing but your chances of success are even like 50 times greater just because you took the first action step and so like you know that. you just have to do it you know if you're if your goal is to hand out 25 or 10 business cards a day just go to the store not now right but go to the store <laughs> and just start handing them out to random people go to starbucks and hand them to everyone in line behind them behind you i mean you just have to do it i, I don't know how to answer that question other than um you know you get it, and any successful person of any caliber takes has taken massive action. I agree with you, man. And and it's I get it why you know it's it's tough for you to answer that. I totally I I understand. I mean, look at you you got tribe of millionaires. You got the six steps to seven figures. You had real estate rock stars, top podcast that's out there. You've got, I mean, you seem to be a guy that, that knows how to take action and you don't know how to do anything other than that, man. So I, I, I get I'm it. Really right. a, uh, a lot of people are ready, fire, aim people. I'm a fire, fire, ready, aim. And sometimes it gets me in trouble, but, uh, but it, it, it has served me a lot. Fire, ready, aim, you know? Why would it get you in trouble? Well, you make mistakes that way. <laughs> well, man, you're you're the guy that's at the front of the room. You know, I, I've heard it many many times that the person at the front of the room is up there because they've failed the most amount of times. That's true. I appreciate you for that, man. I really do. So, so what what has been taking place since you started? You learned all this stuff. You know, we'll we'll call it mentorship, right? And I I, I believe you don't always need to to know this individual that's your mentor. You know, you could look up to Sam Walton as a mentor. Well, you don't, you're probably not going to get to meet Sam Walton in today's world, you know, but you can go read a book by Sam Walton. 
you can go learn about the guy. Mm-hmm. So, so you've modeled a lot. You've done a lot of R and D and rip and duplicate for those that, that may not know, but you've done a lot of these great things from modeling after others. So how, how have you seen your world progress in terms of your skill set by doing that? Uh, everything, everything I've done, I've copied off of somebody else. Um, Floyd Wickman used to say, creativity is the ability to hide the source. And I truly believe that, right? You don't, you don't create anything. You just copy. Um, and, uh, uh, most people are very reluctant to do that. And I've been obnoxiously aggressive on just copying shit, not to the point of copying written stuff, but like ideas that other realtors had or were doing in other states, you know, that's, that's my whole, whole career has been, you know, just learning from other companies in a similar space and, and copying them. So tell me, tell me more about that. You know, learning from others, you're, you're a big believer and you even took action on this of you and some guys creating a massive, I think you had said, you're, you, you've got GoBundance right now. Would you say 225 members mm-hmm. of GoBundance? So Correct. 225 members in GoBundance started with how many people? Three. So three of you guys, you started going on trips. I, I know a little bit of the backstory. You can elaborate. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, love to have people learn more about this for sure. But when you're talking about adopting skills, techniques, anything anybody is doing at a really high level and putting that into your world, what is that? What what has happened, man? When you guys got together, and what does that do with having a group of like-minded individuals in the same room, same environment? What does that do for your skills? Um, it, it just elevates them. I mean, you can't, you can't, it can't not work, right? I mean, like, if you got rid of all your friends, and all of a sudden your friends were now me, David Osborne, Adam Roach, and, and, and that was it. And all day you talk to us and text us and hang out with us. Hello, Born to Lead podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this incredible podcast. My name is Dylan Suter. I'm the Kelly Williams Young Professionals Regional Ambassador for Canada. And KWYP Canada is so, so happy and proud to bring you the Virtual Real Estate Growth Summit coming May 12th and 13th. It will also kick off May 11th with Mo Anderson talking about why culture and what we can do during these challenging times to make sure that we not only survive, but we thrive. So we're putting this event on. A $49 charitable donation goes straight to charity. Every penny of it is going to charity. We're going to help all those in need right now from small businesses to Keller Williams Cares, Kid of You Kids Can, and we're really doing this to add value to you as realtors and to give back to the community. We're going to have industry leaders such as Jeff Glover, Jeff Cohn. We're going to have Jeff Woods with the one thing coming on, Hal Elrod is hopping in, and Mark Bowden talking about how you can use virtual areas to share your emotion and the way you speak. And we also have so, so, so many more top incredible guests. We have Clint Pulver playing the drums for you guys, bringing to bring it back mindset, real estate investments focus. We're going to literally cover everything in real estate. So we'd love to see you there. $49 charitable donation. Go online, grab your ticket today, and stay tuned for all the amazing extras you'll be able to purchase for additional charitable donations through each of these incredible speakers. Look forward to seeing you guys there. May 11th, 12th, and 13th, and May 11th will be free for everyone. Mo Anderson will be going live. Check it out. See you guys there. You would 
to some level be forced to take massive action because you would feel so bad not right um and it would just elevate you you know what i mean you, you just it would just happen i you know i was talking to a friend of mine that's in um that's in broadcasting and and i said to her i was like you she wanted to get ahead in the broadcasting world and i said you need to think about this like if you were in a group chat with oprah winfrey and gail king and you know megan kelly and 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 four or five people like that you know all day long do you think you'd get ahead and she goes yeah she said yeah just by just by osmosis just by hearing them and talking to them. yeah i said well you might not be able to get them in a group chat but you can at least get some people that are ahead of you in the broadcasting industry some other women that are you know um doing more right and and uh and and start hanging around them or if there's a convention you can go to where they are at where you can meet them and talk to them go pay the money go you know get to know them get their contact information it's really that's what it's about well you took action on doing that stuff i mean what what is that how do you place standards around that type of environment i mean how how can you just make sure that you're not letting you know joe schmo if there's any guy out there named Joe Schmo, I'm sorry, but how do you make sure that Joe Schmo doesn't come into the room and sitting around you and 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 your your GoBros and just start infiltrating? And I don't even know if that's the right word, but I like it for right now. So how do you make sure that you're not having this this environment that you've protected infiltrated by some toxic, cancerous mindset? How how do you do it? Can you do it? I don't know. Um, you got to just be aware of that, man. You just got to be aware of it. And, and, you know, certainly I've had friends and I've known a lot of people that are toxic. Some of them are like family, right? Or some of them are your business partners with, or some of them, you know, you have to deal with, but I think you just have to, you know, if you have to deal with them, then you have to be like, you know, they're kind of like a family member. You can't get rid of them and you just have to, you, you can't, you can't go tit for tat with them. You just have to accept them as a family member. If you do have control over it, um, obviously you could fire them. I remember I had an agent with me um, who was like that. She was like a cancer. She, she was getting all the agents to get together on my team to try to increase the commission split. And, um, I fired her and, and it was, it was very hard for me to do. Um, but everyone I talked to is like, you got to get rid of it. It's like a cancer. You got to cut it out of the body. Um, just like you said, right. So that, that's how you do it. If you have control of it, just cut it out, you know? And, and it, certainly it's, a, it's always a tough struggle. I have a lot of friends that, that aren't um, necessarily like massively successful. Um, like people in abundance or other people that are business partners with me and that sort of thing. And I think that's okay. Right. I think, I, I think there's room in the world for everybody. Right. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, um, and some people, I think uh, you're more authentic the longer you know them. So if you have a lifelong friend, I think that's where you, even the movie stars and stuff like that, you always see them hanging around with like their lifelong friends because they feel like 
you know, that's where they can be most authentic and n not judged. Um, so, so I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think where it becomes a bad thing is if that person's a bad person, let's say, yeah. or not, not in a good space, you know, if they're addicted to meth or alcoholic or, um, or, or, you know, doing cheating on their company, stealing money from their company or cheating on their wives. Um, you know, that there's a guy I know pretty well. That's a, that's a, a serial, uh, cheater. Like each, every year he has a different chick that he's banging, um, behind his wife's back. And so, you know, I've, I've distanced myself from him. I don't hang with him anymore. Um, you, you just have to be conscious of it. You know, that's all. I think that's that's great. I mean, you can't always. I mean, you got to protect it, though. You got to and you and you got to protect yourself. You got to protect your own mind share and everything right now. I know that that's you know such a, a big conversation that I'm having with so many folks right now, especially with the the COVID nineteen coronavirus going around. You know, just protecting your mindset, or at least maintaining a positive mindset to a degree, and all this other stuff. It's just like having some toxic individual coming into your circle. You know, I mean, having the toxicity of what the media is putting out there and everything. I mean, it's insane, you know? Yeah. So what what does it look like now with GoBundance? I mean, you got all these people, you got these members, you got 225. What are you up to these days? What's going on? Well, we've completely changed our, um, completely changed our, our, our reality, I think, as a, as a mastermind and what before we were kind of event focused and now we're not event focused at all. Cause we've had to cancel the events, you know? So what we've done is, you know, now we're on zoom, like I'm on with you now. Right. So yeah. every, every night, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights, we're on zoom at seven o'clock PM with guest speakers. Then, um, during the day, we're also on Zoom for different meetings. So we probably have 10 Zoom meetings that our members could tap into throughout the day, plus a massively um, lively uh, private Facebook group. So, um, so yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's completely changed our reality. You know, it's, it's more work um, on a day-to-day -day basis, but certainly it's less travel and, 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 and that sort of thing. And I, I think we're actually gaining members, which is odd because you think a lot of people would quit, you know, and we do have some drop off of people with financial problems, but we're actually having members join because, uh, just because we have, they don't have to wait until the next event to make a decision. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, I think people are, are really desperate in seeking out a lot of, you know, social interaction. It doesn't matter what that looks like. You know, these people doing all the, the Zoom happy hours and virtual masterminds, you know, you and I were on one last week. I mean, I think people are just really seeking after that stuff. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really surprised you guys are, are gaining members right now. I think what you're doing is incredible and it's helping people. It's really helping people. I think it's awesome. So how do how do you go from doing all this stuff right now, Pat? To to you know, who do you look up? I mean, I I don't know how to phrase it. Like, who do you look up to now? You know, you grew you grew so much since your twenties and you know from college and all that. You grew so much, and you got to where you're at by modeling and you know 
duplicating. There's all always there's stuff. always people. That's a brilliant part about the world is there's always people that you can model after. Right? There's always somebody that's doing it better. You know, once you get to that point where you think that, that nobody can do it better than you, your 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 ego has has basically ruined you. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah, Adam Roach taught me a lot about. Uh, you know, talks he talks a lot about you know the ego and and how you know if if you're not listening and you're doing all the talking, that's just a huge ego problem. So yeah. uh, I think that's you're you're spot on with that. So what what are you up to these days then? I mean, outside of the the go abundance, uh, I mean, is it just investing? You just hanging on folly? Yeah, kind of deal with the you know the investment world is interesting. You know what I mean? It used to be everybody was wanted to go into stuff and invest in stuff and everything's changed now everything's changed so um so now i'm kind of like pulling out of investments and just kind of hoarding cash you know just waiting to see what happens next yeah just buy you know trade that in for a bunch of gold bars keep them down there at folly beach somewhere <laughs> so so looking at your skill set that you got, I know you shared this net worth calculating device over to us, and this is going to go for all the listeners. This is going to be a piece of gold. This is a golden nugget here to go on your value menu right now. So, so this net worth calculator that Pat has shared with us, Pat is a guy that is, he is a tracking master. I mean, he tracks everything. I think he's even tracking how many cold showers he's taken right now. So. <laughs> So, Pat, how does this whole thing work? I mean, tell us the importance about about the net worth calculator. Why do you even need to track that stuff? What's 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 awesome about this? Um, well, so you know, I, I got some advice from a mentor of mine uh, decades ago, and uh, I was like, "Should I be tracking my net worth?" He goes, "Not only that, you should be tracking it every month." And so. Um, so I started, you know, and it doesn't really matter. And now I track it more than that. Like it doesn't matter. Um, even if it goes up $5, at least it went up. Right. And it just the fact that you're tracking it, you can, you know, right away, a lot of people don't track it until, you know, they have to fill out a loan application. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and, and then they're like, Oh damn, you know, I'm only worth that. But if you're tracking it every month, it's going to grow. That which is measured expands. So um, if you measure it, you're going to start looking at it. And if it's not going up, you're going to be like, what do I need to change things to make it go up? I need to be a better saver, right? I need to be a better investor. Um, I need to be, I, I need to be more defensive and cut out some of these bills. If you, if you're tracking it every month for the rest of your life, I can guarantee you it's going to go up. So you'd, you would encourage and recommend, I'm just, I'm, I know the answer here, man, but this is why you sent this thing over here, right? Is encouraging and recommending like this is a must for people. You've got yeah, absolutely. I would say so. Yeah, it's probably one of my number one forms that I use for sure. Awesome, awesome. So, so what does it look like in the day of Pat Hyben? What are what are your habits? How do you wake up? I mean, are you doing Hal Elrod? Are you you know getting up in the morning, Miracle Morning kind of stuff? Did you make it your own? What does it look like? What are your habits and your rituals? Yeah, no, I don't do the Miracle Morning. I mean, I um. I, I, you know, I journal, but I do that throughout the day. I, you know, I generally am not like, especially nowadays, you know, just, I, I used to wake up at five. 
Um, now I wake up somewhere between seven and eight. Um, and, uh, you know, my newest one is I, I started intermittent fasting, so I don't eat till after, you know, lunchtime. Um, and I've lost like seven or eight pounds that way. Um, sounds like you're tracking that. Yep. Of course, you know, by stepping on a scale, <laughs> you know, I do work out. So I work out throughout the day when, you know, generally the morning, but whatever time I can fit it in. Um, so, you know, I don't have this like OCD sort of schedule that I do every single day. I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Certainly in the past, I've had a much more rigid schedule, but that's because I actually had an office to go to and employees to deal with and, and um, things to actually do. I'm, I'm in a much different part of my life now. I live at the beach, right? <laughs> and, and so, you know, I, I, I take my time about things now and, and I certainly spend a lot less hours, quote unquote, working than I ever did. So, um, so yeah, so I don't really have that um, sort of uh, morning routine that you would probably want as an answer. No, I mean, I don't think that there is any particular answer. You know, some big takeaway that I've had in conversations with, with others and mentors of mine is, you know, the, the book Miracle Morning, it's great, right? You know, you can, you can stick to it to a T, but at, at the end of the day, what's important is that you're doing something that is is helping you and it's you pouring into yourself whether that means that you wake up and you go for a walk it means you wake up and you you work out and then you drink your smoothie and then you do your journaling and then you do your meditation and then you do your affirmations and all this stuff as as rigid as you know you use the word rigid as rigid as it needs to be i think it's more so just doing the things that you know help you before you're going to start, you know, getting into, you know, your, your 20% is most important. Doing the things for you before you're starting to answer your emails, checking your text messages and the Facebooks and the Instagrams and doing all that kind of stuff. I don't think you had a wrong answer, man. I don't. Yeah. So Pat, I, I really appreciate you coming on here, being on BTL. You're, you're definitely an impressive fella and, and I appreciate all the, the wisdom and everything and, and also everything everybody can learn from you. It's incredible. So, so with that being said, we've got the BTL toolbox and this is our vault where all of our listeners have the opportunity to take a look at the content that all of our guests, such as yourself, Pat, have brought onto the show. So you've got the net worth calculating device that we're going to have in the toolbox. However, we're all about give and gain here with BTL. So in order for the listeners to actually get access to this content in your document here, they've got to make a charitable donation or a contribution to a nonprofit. So Pat, what is, tell us and share with me a, a, a nonprofit that stands out to you. Yeah, well, my, my good friend Timmy Road uh, has a nonprofit uh, called One Life Fully Lived. It's onelifefullylived.org. And Basically, what they do is they, they go into schools of disadvantaged children and they get them to set goals. They, get, they teach them fine, fiscally responsible things like how to, how to calculate your net worth, how to, how to balance a checkbook, how to, you know, how to dream bigger. Um, and, uh, you know, real, 
real life goals rather than, oh, I'm going to be a rapper or I'm going to be a basketball star, you know, uh, real logical left brain type of things. And, uh, and so I would, uh, I would encourage you to check that out. It's onelifefullylived.org. Awesome. We'll make sure that when the episode oh, is the number, it's the number one. When the episode's released, we're going to plug links in and everything we possibly can to, to get the word out and, and really be able to help that out. That's an amazing cause. I think the world, you know, not, I think, I know the world needs a lot more of that kind of stuff, a lot more action behind it. I think it's great. Indeed. Awesome, man. Well, Pat, how can people find out more about you? Where do we learn about you? How do, how do people, you know, see more of Pat Hyben? Well, until I have a grandkid that somebody named is Pat, I'm the, I'm the only um, Pat Hyben in the world. So it's H-I-B-A-N. I'm easy to find. Um, and I'm, I'm all over um, TikTok now that we're in, the, uh, <laughs> in this pandemic. So find me on TikTok. I'm like Pat Hyben 08, something weird like that for some reason. They, they said there was seven of them, which is impossible, but... Uh, did we Google for all of the other seven? I have no idea how, how I couldn't <laughs> get my own monsters. name. I couldn't get my name on TikTok. I had to get Pat Hyben 08 or something like that, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Pat, thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure. All right, Brett. Welcome. Yeah, this has been a blast. The hashtag BTL, bro. BTL. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the BTL podcast. That's the Born to Lead podcast. Please be sure to stay up to speed with all of our episodes that we're going to be launching by subscribing to us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for more information about what we're doing, check us out on Facebook, Born to Lead podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram there, too. And when you're ready to elevate yourself and your mindset Learn more from all of the folks that we've got on the show about their knowledge, attitude, skills, and their habits. Be sure to stay tuned on Facebook. That's how you're going to learn more about where to access and how to access our BTL toolbox, where you'll have all of the content that we were mentioning before. So stay tuned, everybody, and thanks for listening. See you next time.